Hello, everybody. I'm Garrett Reisman. And I'm Mike Massimino. And together we are two funny astronauts. Or so we hope. Yeah, so we hope. So yeah. don't hold us to the standard of funny people. We're not claiming to be funny people. We're just claiming to be funny for astronauts. Right, yeah, Garrett? It's a, it's, a low, it's a low bar. It's a low bar. Very low bar. <laughs> if you knew astronauts like we knew astronauts, you know that... <laughs> That's <laughs> not saying much. They're not funny. They're not funny. No. Well, you know, there, there's some. There's, you know, there's there 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 are others that are funny, but uh, but in general, I'm just trying to follow your lead, man. I don't know. <laughs> in general, <laughs> all right. Well, today we're going to talk about advanced survival training. <laughs> For those of you who are just listening, Garrett just put a butter knife in his mouth. It's still as if he was out the there and uh, you see, there's still butter knife. <laughs> Leftover from toast this morning. But survive, so survival training advanced, meaning you might take a knife with you. We, you know, we brought our Leathermans with us, stuff like that. That's right. That's right. Jackknife or something, because you mm -hmm. might need it out there. Yeah. Just yep. so we, we've talked, you know, we've talked before about different different survival courses, but this is a little bit different now that we're getting into is more. More like a team building sort of, uh, of events to get us get us used to being out and away from home and dealing in these uh, certain extreme environments that they would put us in. Yeah, that's Don't right. Saw so the survival component of it, but there was a reason why we started. The survival training was always there, but some of these things that we did with the National Outdoor Leadership School and cold weather training and what you did for the underwater habitat that was fairly new. To NASA when we first got there, Garrett. You know, I don't they weren't doing that sort of stuff, I don't think, as much before That's we got correct. there because they, they were they were doing short flights. A lot of this came with you know, the the shuttle flights are only about a couple weeks. And when about the time that we arrived at NASA, they were looking forward to to uh, uh putting people in space for longer periods of time and they needed ways to train us to do that. And so there was a purpose toward right. uh, toward these sorts of experiences to get us used to being uh being in these extreme environments for longer periods of time than what we would normally have done in the past right <laughs> yeah so when before we talked about the water survival training and the and the land survival training that was all really predicated upon making sure that we can handle ourselves if we had to use our ejection seats and pop out of a t-38 and and take care of ourselves if we came down in the wilderness um you know too far away from a starbucks that was that was what that was all about and that was always the case. But what Mike's saying is absolutely right. Two things changed. One is we started doing these long duration missions. And so we had a new focus on, um, you know, working together as a team. You know, look, when you fly like for a couple of weeks on a shuttle mission, you can get along with almost anybody for a couple of weeks uh, if you're going to have this incredible experience. But when you're up there for like six months, it's a different story. Right. Things start really pissing you off. And, and so we studied things like uh, how to do expeditionary behavior. You know, basically all the stuff you learn in kindergarten, but at a more advanced level. So to do that, they started doing these survival exercises, uh, but they were really more about learning how to work together as a team under under stress. The other thing that changed yeah. was we started flying with the Russians. So if you're going to fly in the Russian uh, Soyuz, you had to go over and do their winter survival and their water survival, which was a whole different animal which we'll talk about later yeah. i guess but uh yeah yeah and I so got, those are the two do you want to start with that do you want to start with the russian stuff or do you want to get into the more uh, the advanced things 
Uh, your, why, don't, why don't we start with the, with your? You want to start with your Russian experience, and then we can move on to the other thing. Sure, sure. So we could uh, we could start with that. The um... because I never got to do that stuff. Uh. I was scheduled to do. I was scheduled to do the Russian water survival, and uh, I don't know what happened. I was like I was all set to go, and uh, it was just like early in my my astronaut time, early in my astronaut career, and uh, and then I, I think it was I think we were leaving for like on a Sunday or a Monday for the trip. And it was right at the end of the of the fiscal year. I mean, we were going to go there like October the first, mm-hmm. and apparently we weren't in like a shutdown for the government, but it was a continuing resolution or some kind of budgetary issue. And they're like, "No, we don't have the money to send you. You're not going." So I remember getting a call. If we were leaving on a Monday, like a Sunday night, I got the call. You're not going anywhere, uh, you know. And I had to figure out something else to do that week, I guess. But I never had a chance to go and go through that uh, that training, so. Yeah. What was that? Was that similar to what they did? With, what did they do to you? Was it similar to what you did in the U.S.? No. Or it was a little different, right? No, it was, yeah, it wasn't like, it was totally, it was, it was very, very Russian, uh, these things. Uh, did, did you, could you even fit in the Soyuz mask? You're a tall guy. Like, uh, would you, yeah, it would be I, miserable for you in there, I think. I don't know. I think uh, when they looked at, uh, at the numbers, they thought I would be able to because uh, a lot of it is in your, it's in your sitting height. Like mm-hmm. well, one of my one of our friends wasn't able to do it. I know because his sitting height was too large, and they're like, "Now nah, you can't do it." But uh, but with me, you know, I, I I think my sitting height was okay. It was just my legs would have been in my face. I mean, even that simulator that they had at the Johnson Space Center, you know, my knees were kind of like right in my. And I did go in a Soyuz in the Big Bang Theory, but that wasn't real. That was a make believe uh, TV show. But I did get to, to get inside of a you know a, a make believe one. And even that mm-hmm. was a little tight. So I don't know. I would have been pretty tight, but I think, I think I, I might have been able to fit because I never was assigned to let a me, flight that, that, that it, required it, a Soyuz. They never, they never found out. They would have to, you know, check me out for yeah. real and you know, then do all the things in Russia to do the measurements. Mass, I, I but don't, they thought there's a good chance I would have. I don't think that counts on the on the TV show set. You know, I mean, uh, I went to Disney World once. I got a picture with Chewbacca. But I'm not saying I was on the Millennium Falcon, okay? I'm just, uh, I think that's, that doesn't count. I know, but I was trying to be funny. Because this is funny astronauts. But I did, with the, with the Big Bang Theory guys, I did tell them that in order to have, Garrett, what do you need for a real space flight? You need three things. Mm-hmm. You need a crew photo. You need a patch. Yes. And you need a space flight. So with the Big Bang Theory, we took a crew photo. Mm-hmm. We, there was a patch that was designed for our mission. We didn't get the we didn't get the real mission, so we had two out of three. Yeah, I think we're pretty, pretty close. Two thirds. You're, yeah. you're practically there. Well, we're, we were talking about. We're, let's get back to your training experience. What was that like? You know, out over there. Did I miss anything by not participating? Yeah, you missed. You missed uh, um, torture. Is what you missed. You missed torture. <laughs> All right. Like uh, so, we go down there. So the first one we did was the water survival, and for that we flew down to Sevastopol uh, in the Ukraine. It was still part of the Ukraine back then, although they're. Yeah, what was the name it, of that place? Sevastopol. It's in, uh, it, yeah, it's in, the, it's in Crimea over there, which is now kind of Russia kind of grabbed that back, but that's a long story. So anyway, we were down there and um, we go out on the Black Sea in the summer and it's hot, you know? And I'm like, why are we doing this when it's so hot? We're training for like coming down in the North Atlantic or somewhere where like, if you come down in the Soyuz and you splash into the water, you have to be able to like survive this cold, frigid. And, and so we had to put on like these like immersion rubber suits and stuff. And, 
and 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 but we're doing it in the summer where it's like Miami Beach out there, and it's like so warm. And and I'm like, and, and it's because like they, they filled up this massive cargo plane, this massive Russian like I don't know IL seventy two, like this massive Ruski plane, and and there's us, our the whole training team. You know, they had the capsule that we used uh, to, to for the simulator, and like all their families. Like they're, they're, they're kids, they're like the grandmothers, they all got on this giant plane because they're going on vacation. And they don't want to go there and they sit on the beach in the winter. They want to go in the summer. When you know. so this was a, all right, wait, 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 run this back. For you. So all these, all these, these are the instructors that were with you? Yeah. And their families. Wow. Yeah. And these are, these are not military people, are they? They're not like the Navy and, and, they're like, and Air Force think- people that trained us, it sounds like. No, they were they were in America. Um, they were Star City employees. So I think that was Russian Air Force. <laughs> uh, they actually were part of the Russian Air Force. But, but you know, but 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 you know, the 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 twelve year old daughter that came on the plane wasn't part of the Air Force. I don't think you know. And, and so and they the were planning a vacation. They were yeah, planning a making, vacation. Making, and needed an excuse. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if you live in Moscow, it's freaking cold up there, man. You, you got a chance to get in a big jet and go down someplace where there's warm water. You take it. All right. <laughs> so, so we fly uh, down funny. there and now we're getting in there and these Are they two with guys, you? you're in the plane with these people. Oh, yeah. You're in the plane with when the plane and we have, it's a party in there. They got the bottles of the vodka. <laughs> they got the sausages. They got the wherever. It's a big party. They're lying on the on the on the ramp that opens in the back of the plane. They let the tanks out, you know. And I'm really? like, what if that thing? What if that thing opens? I don't want to lie in that thing. I'm, I'm going up there. What are the you lying on the plane? Wow. Yeah, I was afraid that thing was going to like open, snap open, huh? Yeah, wow. Yeah. So it wasn't a regular. You weren't on uh, like uh, what Aeroflot jetliner. This was a military we were, plane. We were in an Aeroflot. Actually, it wasn't Aeroflot. It was even worse. It was a Russian domestic airliner coming back. And I got that. <laughs> let me get to that story at the end because that's. Well, I'll All tell right. you that story now. But when, going when, there, when, you're there with a bunch of a bunch of instructors with their families, their yes. kids. They have their floaty toys and everything. They got the yeah, they're bringing the sunscreen. On, yeah, the whole... yeah, they're bringing bringing on their floaties, their their buckets and 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 shovels for the sandcastles. Yeah, they got all that. Wow. So um, so we go down there, and then we're on the boat. This big Russian Navy boat. We sail out there into the Black Sea, and it's hot. It's hot. And there's this one big Russian dude, all right, standing out there like. In, in, in there's no shade at all. He's standing on the back of the ship, and all, and 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 he's he's wearing like just a speedo, not not other st- just a speedo, not another stitch of clothing. This huge, like bear of a man, right? <laughs> and uh, I walk up, and he's got the whitest skin. Okay, he's like Moby Dick on a bed of rice. This guy was like so pale because he lived <laughs> in Moscow like the whole winter. He didn't see any sun, so he's com- just you remember just. He's like as as white as like Clay Anderson. He's like really white. You remember, <laughs> you remember? Do you remember his well white on uh with Moby was it Moby Dick on rice? Yes, is pretty white. What, is do that, you remember his name? Probably uh, it's probably Sergey. But that's that's like a fifty. Okay, that's shot. a good one. All, All right, right, okay. Yeah. So Sergey's out there, and I walk up to him, and I'm like, sunscreen. <laughs> 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 you probably need a lot of it. I'm like, I got plenty. I mean, you want something? He goes, yeah. <laughs> which means I want to, he wants to get a suntan. I'm like, dude, you're, you're going to get a, you know, you're going to roast out here. And he's like, but look, when what your was, life, what ex- was his job? 
What was Sergey's job? Was he there as an instructor? Or is, he or, was like the deckhand that was like hooking up the crane to the capsule that we we're going to hoist into the water, and he was handling oh, all the heavy okay. machinery. He was this big guy. That's hilarious. So uh, was, the, the, the the kids were with you on the ship, or did they stay by? No, the, they they stayed in the in the resort area or whatever. They yeah, had no, there. it was a Russian Navy ship, so uh, they they were okay. out there. They were they were doing whatever they they were, they were building their sandcastles yeah. and playing with their floaties, and we we didn't see. It. Yeah, but we're out there on the ship, and it's hot. It's really hot. So the first uh, two, um, they put two of these Malaysian guys. This is like the first. There's going to be the first Malaysian astronaut. And uh, they got in with their Russian commander, and the three of them went into this thing. And you, you, what you do is you put on your your spacesuit, so it's just like you're just coming back from space. The exercise is you got to take off the spacesuit, okay? You got to put on like all these wool sweaters and like wool sweatpants and like all this really warm clothing, and then you got to put on this rubber suit on top of all of that, okay? And 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 you got to do this with three people in like the front seat of a VW bug i mean it's just like tiny yeah. little you would have been miserable you're so lucky you didn't have to it would have been i would have been tied in there yeah no doubt and these guys they were like really gung-ho because like they hadn't figured out who was going to be prime and who was going to be backup so they're both trying to outdo each other and they get into this thing oh. and they and they they're struggling they were trying to work really fast to like set some kind of record or something they came out <laughs> and they were they almost died i mean they had they really were getting Ooh. heat stroke they measured their core temperature at 104 which is not good. Wow, that's no. like have to go to the hospital, kind of like like serious heat exhaustion. They plunged them Jeez. into. They had these pools of fresh water on the deck of the boat that were freezing cold. They plunged them in there to get their body temperatures down. Wow, who was who was the Russian guy with them? You remember who the cosmonaut was? I with forgot. Them? I think it was. I think they actually were with an instructor. I think. Oh, but okay. then, that makes sense. So we see these guys come yeah. out, and they, they they really almost died. Right. And then the then the, the lead instructor turns to us and goes, "Your turn." It's not going to call this. I tell you what, though, Garrett, it's always good to watch. We talked about that. We talked about so it's always good to see someone else do it first when it comes to that. You know, you don't want to see what happens, right? And then, oh, I'll, I'll let I'll go second. You know, let these guys go. <laughs> who are you there with, though? Were you with another so, American or who? Did, yeah. So who it was me, with? and my backup was Tim Copra. Oh, okay. good. He's a good guy. He's a great guy. We had a lot yeah. of fun. Tim and I had a lot of fun. Yeah. So Tim yeah. Cooper is my backup. He's an army, uh, was a, a colonel, I think. He was a um, army Probably. helicopter pilot, and um, yeah. and uh, and then our, our our Russian cosmonaut was Max Sarayev, who was another great guy. If this was okay. two funny astronauts and one funny cosmonaut, then he could be on the show because he's he's a super oh, funny cool. guy. So now it's our turn. All right, Max, we got, we got to go do this after these guys like just died almost and so we get into the thing and it's um and it's myself tim copra max and we're like we're in no rush we don't want to hurt anybody we're gonna take <laughs> our time okay we learn like you said we learned we learn from uh from watching the other guy and we it's get always in there. good to see the other guys that's right and always always you always learn from their mistakes so we get in there and it's hot but we're taking our time we're, we're being very efficient. We had a whole plan. We're taking off the spacesuits one at a time, no rush. And and we start like getting into the groove and we feel fine. You know, we're not overheating or nothing. And in fact, at one point it, it, we started singing this Nelly Furtado song. Huh? Your, your, your hatch is closed while this is going on? Oh yeah, oh yeah, the hatch is closed. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. there's no ventilation okay. at all. Yeah. So we start like, I don't know if it was Tim or maybe it was Max, but I don't think it was me, but one of us starts singing that this Nelly Furtado song that was popular at the time, like it's called like Say a it Bird." Right. You remember that song? The flight, 
The Fly Like a Bird song. Uh, no, 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 no. It was. That's it right. Was, so it was you're more, flying. Uh, it's. Yeah, yeah, I know that would have been appropriate, but that wasn't it. That we were. It was the say it right, take it right, but ha. I, I I can't do it. Oh, that that puts a whole do spin on what's going on inside of that spacecraft. If it was fly like a bird, you know, it would have, you know, it would have made sense. I don't know about this other thing, disco stuff. All right, go no, ahead. I was like, day and night, take it right. I, I can't do it. I'm no Nelly Furtado, all right? But but anyway, we start like, and we're like dancing in there. We're dancing, we're like doing the thing. And, and it's fine, it's fine. It, you know, it was a little hot, but it was fine. We get through the whole thing and we come on out and and there's, you know, of course, the Sergey guy still up there in his Speedo, not, a, not an ounce of shade the whole day. That night, he turns, of course, he turns completely red like a lobster. You know, he's like, and, yeah. and, and he comes up to me, and, and you could tell, like, he could barely move because it's so painful. Like, <laughs> he's you know, it's like, yeah, he's completely fried. He's completely fried. He goes, he's like, do you like my suntan? I'm like, yeah, it's great. It's great, buddy. <laughs> and then, that, then, then and it's all over. And then we went out in the town. We had a great time. Sevastopol, at least back then, it was it was like a party town. I mean, it, it, we it, there were all these clubs. And we had a really Wait, good got, evening. Run this, run the name of this place. I'm just keep hearing Ted Koppel. What's the name of the place? Can you teach me how to say? Sevast- what is it? Sevastopol. 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 Okay, thank yeah. you. Go ahead. It's a it's a party it, yeah. town. It's a party town. Uh, yeah, it's like a big Russian naval base, but it's a party town now. So. Um, so we had this great night and then the next morning we wake up, we have to go to the airport and we felt like terrible, you know, we're from all that drinking and having a good time. And, and, and so we're in, in no condition, but we get in the bus and we go to the airport and now we have to get on this Russian domestic airliner. All right. To fly home. We didn't have the big cargo plane to fly home. And we got on this thing and it's like, it's like held together with duct tape. Uh, you know, like the seats, the seats were missing with no explanation. There'd just be like a row of seats. They're just like missing. And the, the upholstery is all ripped. I mean, it was like really bad. But we're just so happy to sit down and be able to close my eyes. But before I went to sleep, I see there's this guy that was way, it was still, this guy was still completely intoxicated. All right. Just, just completely fall down drunk. I gave him a little slack because he had a Yuri Gagarin t-shirt, which it was, you know, so that was kind of cool. But he sits down right in, in the row across from us and he's being loud and obnoxious, but I kind of ignored him and I, I just wanted to get some shut eyes. So I just went to sleep. And I woke up like well after we're in the air and I, I look at Tim and Tim's got this look on it. Colonel Coper, he's got a look on his face like. And I'm like, what? 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 It goes, he goes, I can't believe you slept through that. I'm like, what are you talking about, Tim? What, what happened? <laughs> so apparently what happened was this guy was just being so obnoxious and, and like was being aggressive towards the, the uh, flight attendants and everything that at one point, Max Sarayev, our, our cosmonaut commander, gets up out of his seat goes over and grabs the guy by the shirt, yanks him out of his chair, drags him down the center aisle, all the way to the back of the plane, shoves him into an empty row of seats, and he says, you get out of that seat, you're dead. (laughs) I will kill you. And then came back and sat down. So I guess, you know, when you're flying Russian domestic, if you have a problem with another passenger, you don't hit the call button. You don't hit, you know, the ding. You know, you just take matters into your own hands, and uh, that's that's how it's done. All right, all right. Wait, I got a couple questions here. Number one, okay, the whole th- exercise that you went over there for was just to get it and out of your spacesuits inside of the inside of the spacecraft. 
it wasn't anything else. You didn't have to float around oh. or yeah, you no, know, it, eat a fish after or we, catch. After we changed clothes, then we open the hatch mm -hmm. and then and then we hop out into the water and deploy the life preservers. And, and, and that's a great relief because once you get in the water, then it's a lot cooler and it feels a lot better. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and that's the end of the exercise, basically. Yeah. You just got to get out. Now, so it was a one day, it was a one day thing. Yeah, we were out there. I think we're, we might've been out on the, on the water for two different days. We did, we did mm -hmm. two different evolutions of this. One was you just like, like the thing is sinking. You have to get out as quickly as you can and you just hop out in your oh. spacesuits and hope the water's okay. not too cold. The other one, we have to go through the whole process and the rigmarole of, of putting on the immersion suit and, and as if you're in cold war. Okay. And yeah. I guess they couldn't put you back, fly you back in the better airliner because that was waiting for the little kids with their toys. <laughs> that was a priority. The, the cargo plane already went back with all, with all the, uh, with all the boogie boards and the, and the floaties. Yeah, they needed yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's not available. Yeah. Wow, and, and this yeah. this episode that you describe on this, uh, you were going back to Moscow, I guess, with that airplane. Is that what it was? Yeah. When when you're flying back, and yeah. and you slept through this the whole thing. I slept through the whole altercation, <laughs> yeah. uh, and the guy, the guy, I, I saw him at the baggage claim, but the, he never got out of his seat because because Max arrived. I mean, he is he's yeah. a, he's a physically imposing guy, and and he was he took him at his word about the death threat. So no, he never got out of that seat. <laughs> wow. we saw him on that's pretty that's it. pretty that's pretty impressive and then yeah. that was i mean so that was a special trip you never flew on the soyuz but i guess that did you think you were going to fly on soyuz at some point is that what that was about or that whole thing yeah to do that? Was, for a while there was i was training to be the flight engineer to be the left seat in the soyuz like the pop, pop, what what was that oh this uh-huh what oh this is my if you can see this is one of my hubble uh uh, mugs. Yeah, see, it says Hubble Space Hubble, Telescope. You, you on guys it. got mugs, and it's honestly. all it's all in like gold. Yeah, <laughs> you got mugs. We had to buy. We had to. We had to buy these, but you know, yeah. You got so there's Hubble merch, is what you're telling me. There is. We have a coin. There's a Hubble coin that just came out. We don't have it, but the United States government minted coin Hubble coins out of one dollar coins. You can get those, uh, and I've, I've got a bunch of them. You have to, you know, they cost a dollar. Oh, they're worth a dollar. <laughs> they're really nice. What kind of mug are you using there, Garrett? What do I, you have? This is just a this is just a big goblet here. It's it's, <laughs> it's like I feel like King Arthur drinking out of this thing. Yeah. But it's great. The holy grail. That's a good that's a good looking cup. But you know but I but it's not STS one thirty two or ST it doesn't say that. There's no like, Why don't you space just get a sticker? We don't have space. Why don't you get one? Mugs. Get one of your uh, if, uh, if stickers from If I put a sticker on this thing, I'd, just, I'd be like some it. kind of lame wannabe. Like, I, I wish That's I was a I humble mean. guy I, and would, I had my mug. I'm, that would might be appropriate, but you're... <laughs> no. You know. No, I'm right. not at all jealous of the Hubble guys, all right? I'm just not. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with this situation. There's here. nothing to be jealous about, Garrett. This is, this is, this is fascinating what you, you're telling me here. So... You were going to be, you were training to be in the Soyuz, but then um, you ended up flying uh, on up back and forth on shuttles. But he had right. him how to use a Soyuz anyway, in case you had to get out of town quick when you're up there, right? That was uh, yes. part of the deal. Yeah, that's right. So the, the Soyuz is kind of our so lifeboat. Right. Yeah. Right. So if, if we had to evacuate the station, I needed to know how to like deal with that. So I trained on Soyuz. 
And like, and, and, and I was originally thought I was going to fly up and, and launch on the Soyuz, but then they said, now nah, we changed our mind. You're going on the shuttle. So I, I never yeah. flew on the Soyuz at all, actually. But I, I remember you training. telling me. Yeah. I, got, I did all the hazing. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I mean, I, this is a whole nother thing other than survival, but I remember some of your stories you tell me that because you did move you around a little bit, right? You're going Soyuz and then you're going shuttle, Soyuz, Soyuz. But I remember you telling me something like they said, because this is years ago, Gary. This is go. I'm having this flashback to maybe like 2003 or four or something like that. And you tell me that you were in whoever was the chief pre-quarter Rommel's office or something. And they said that they were going to move you around. And I think you said we we were given these really good watches to uh, uh, to train <laughs> with. You remember the the, the Omegas yeah. they would give us to train. With? We had yeah. to give them back. We weren't allowed. To, even <laughs> the Hubble guys had to give them back. But we were allowed hmm. to train with them. And they're like, well, we're going to move you here to here. And I remember you saying something like. Uh, I have one question. Can I keep the watch? Is that what you said? You remember yeah, that? Right. You remember? That? I do. Yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, so, yeah, can yeah. I keep the watch at least. You know, yeah, they. they yeah, can I keep? Can yeah. I at least can I keep the watch? Yeah, but I remember you telling me that, like, you know, in the gym or something. You know how many years ago that was? Yeah, that's pretty yeah. funny. I don't think. I don't think. Of that. Uh, I think they took the watch back too. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you did the experience there in the water, and you you had a you had another survival. Yeah, you, you there was a cold weather thing, wasn't there? That you guys had to do out there. There's a Ma- winter thing wherever it was. Where was that? What what tell us they about used that to, one? They used to do it uh, up in Siberia, where it's like really really freaking cold. But um, but this winter that we were doing it was the, it was the coldest winter Moscow had since the revolution, with their revolution, not not you know 1776, but like it's still a long time. It was really cold. All right. We got down to minus 40 degrees. Now, you might want to ask if it's minus 40 Celsius or Fahrenheit, but you doesn't know, it doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> that's what, that's what it's, it's, the curves in the They're sector the same. are the same. They're the same is, down yeah, there. This is a learning point for the, the Celsius and Fahrenheit scales align when you get that yeah. cold. We had that experience. Did you go to Cold Lake? Yes. We'll talk about that oh, another yeah. time. Let's stick to this one. But it got the, that cold. Got I couldn't believe it. It's, it's like time, time stops. Everything stops. It's so cold. Nothing <laughs> happens. Then it's that cold. I, I could not believe Every, how cold it was when I got down to that. Everything Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you had Step. that in Moscow, uh, in Siberia. When you, no, no. You I, had they that. didn't have to go to Siberia because it was minus 40 in Moscow. Like, we just stay here. So oh. actually, we went, to the, we went to a resort. <laughs> <laughs> when, it was, when it was all done, we actually got to go into the indoor water park. Which was great. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm noticing a theme. When we yeah. talked about the American version of these water survival school or war and what we were out at an Army base, uh, I'm sorry, Air Force Base or Pensacola Naval Air Station, and we were staying in barracks, and you were up at the, the survival school, there ever was a SEER school, the evasion mm-hmm. and all that going on up in Maine, but it was all military run. You didn't bring anything. You didn't bring anything. You weren't allowed to be like, yeah. don't. No, no entertainment, no, nothing. Bring a hat. Your hat. You got to bring your hat, yeah. and you got in trouble <laughs> for that, yeah. right? But this, it's like, I, I, it's like, it's interesting. It's, a, it seems like it's a cultural thing over there, where the Russians, well, this is our vacation. <laughs> we're not gonna, you know, we're, well, we're on vacation. Nobody. Well, well, actually, you know, actually, so the the, the uh, training team was inside this really warm dacha, this like cabin with a blazing fire going and they had brandy and like, you know, really good food. And we're out there. Look, we're out there in minus 40. Okay. And we don't even have a sleeping bag. We don't have a tent. We didn't, we have nothing, (laughs) (laughs) nothing. 
All we had was, so there's a gun in the, in the Soyuz. Okay. It's a pretty cool gun. It's got, it's got three barrels. One is a, a rifle bullet in case you get attacked by a bear. The other is a shotgun, you know, yeah. uh, like you put a cartridge in there. Like if you're going to hunt for food, like, you know, quail or something, I don't know if they have mm -hmm. quail in Siberia, but anyway, they had, and then the other one was like to shoot a flare for a signaling device. And oh, okay. but the stock of this gun was really clever. The stock, you know, the, the, the part that, that goes here, you know, this part, that the part there, was detachable. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it's yeah. a machete. It's a giant machete. Wow. It's like, like the Swiss Army, knife of, Swiss Army knife of guns, you know? Yes. Exactly. Or, you know, some, something you would see advertised on Saturday Night Live skit or something like that. The Bassomatic. <laughs> yeah. It does this. It does that. It does Bag everything. Bag of glass. It's great for kids. <laughs> Bag, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> great Halloween costume. All right, right. So go ahead. So so basically, it's an exercise in, in, first of all, staying awake for two days because there's no way you're sleeping without a sleeping bag or a tent in minus 40. It's, it's impossible. In fact, uh, you know, I tried to lie down to go to sleep my entire, even though we, we, we did what we were supposed to do, we carved out like a block in the ice and we filled it with branches and leaves, all right, to create some insulation. And then we lied on that and, uh, and, and in front of the oh, fire. Oh, that didn't and, work? And, no, it's so surprised that didn't work in minus 40. You know, the, oh, yeah, don't worry. We're in here in the fire. Just get some leaves and throw I, it I on the ice. Like, I, I, I lied down. I fell asleep there for like five minutes, and I woke up, and the entire, le the entire side of my body was completely numb and just totally frozen. <laughs> just the entire, I mean, it's got, so I was like, oh, I'm going to lose this arm, so I better not do that. So I stayed awake for two days. You had no winter gear at all in this thing? You didn't they, have, all uh, we had... Oh, is what we carry in the Soyuz. So the only thing you have is, it, it's what they do is you first go out there and they take the capsule and they blast it with blow torches. They warm up the capsule as if you had just come back from space and the heat of entry, you know, warms it up. So, yeah. so they, they, they stimulate the initial condition, but it cools down pretty fast when it's in the snow and minus 40. So you, you got to hurry up and get out of your spacesuit. And then you do have, the only thing you have in terms of survival gear is like this old timey, down um like a snowmobile outfit you know like a one piece <laughs> like fluffy big fluffy michelin man one piece thing <laughs> like like you like if you if you were a kid and you wore this thing to go skiing to you know everybody would be making fun of you all right <laughs> like, you, know, it's like you would never get invited to the hot tub it would just be like yeah. so hideous <laughs> so so i'm wearing this thing and that's all you got. And you got, and so you have to build a, sh a shelter. And the, but the most important thing is using that machete to chop down wood and keep a fire mm -hmm. going. It's basically an exercise in staying awake in horribly cold conditions and keeping a fire going to keep you alive for two days. All right, that's what it really is. So we're doing that, and we we need to constantly get more wood because the only way you're going to live is if you if you keep if you have enough fuel to burn. So it's my turn to go get some firewood. So I go off into the forest. All right. And they taught us. Did you bring the gun? The forest, did, you, did you bring the gun the, part of it or just a machete? They didn't want to give us the gun because we're on a resort. <laughs> what about the bear? There's no bear. There's no bear in the resort. Uh, they have a fence. So you can resort. see the resort from where you were? Yeah, I can see. I can see the guys like <laughs> drinking the vodka in, 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 in front of the fire, like right there, eating like a, a big turkey dinner or something. Uh, it's torture. It's just hazing. It's all. This is all just hazing. 
And and so, and so I, I'm, I'm going off into the forest and I see this massive tree. Okay. It's like, it's, and it's a birch. And they taught us that birch is like one of the best woods for that. It'll burn like a really hot, good, uh, clean burning fire. And that's like mm -hmm. a desirable wood. So I'm like, aha. So I see this massive thing. It's like, it's like the tree at Rockefeller Center, right? It's like a huge, monstrous birch tree. Uh -huh. I can't even see the top of it. It's so, it's so tall. I can't see the top. But I start whacking at it with my machete. All right? Oh, and like no. for hours. You sure it was a tree? You sure uh, it was a tree? Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. Yeah. So I start, right. I start hacking at it with this machete to try yeah. to chop down this monstrous tree. Yeah. And I'm at it for hours and my arm is getting sore and I switched to my left hand. I'm hitting it with my left hand. I'm going to the right hand and I'm working at it. And finally, finally, after like exhausting myself, the thing starts to fall down. But I chopped it on this side. I look, I, I grew up in Jersey. OK, I'm no lumberjack. I don't know what the hell I'm doing chopping down a tree. So I thought it was going to fall this way. All right. And I chopped it on this. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was but, but it goes, it goes, uh, boom! And it goes like the wrong way, and it falls down, and it and it falls right on the fence to the resort, and it, like it, it bang, kind of impales itself on the fence, and it and it, it to this giant tree is now it knocked down the fence and is blocking this road, right? And I'm like, oh shit! So, <laughs> what time of day is this? Was it was it oh, was it middle of the like, night? This is this is like uh, probably like eight o'clock at night or so. But there's some poor guy. It's dark. It's dark, it's dark out. Yeah. It's dark. But then there's this poor guy in like uh, in like a little Russian like Lada, this little tiny crappy Russian car. And he's yeah. like trying to drive down this road and he gets to the tree and he's like laying on the horn. He's like, arr, arr, arr. <laughs> what was he expecting? <laughs> So, so I run back. I, I run back and I get the other guys, my two Russian cosmonauts. <laughs> yeah, and um, and so I get them. You're still wearing this outfit, by the way. You're wearing the outfit oh, yeah. the whole time. You're wearing oh, your yeah. outfit. <laughs> oh, the three of us. We look like three Smurfs. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean the three. So I get the two other cosmonauts, and I'm like, guys, I need help. And they're like, what, what, Kate, what's the matter? And they're like, just, just, I need help. I, I was trying to say it in Russian. I was yeah. like, telling them to tell them I need help. So we came up there and there's a guy with his car and the commander's like, oh God, you know, what's wrong? Uh, and, and so we, we, with three of us, managed to pick the tree up, clear it from the fence and get it off the road so the guy could drive and go through. And, and, and then I'm like, well, guys, you know, hey, at least we're going we're gonna to live because we got all the firewood we could ever yeah, want yeah. with this thing. And the commander just like goes and he points to the very tip of the tree, which I couldn't see from the ground because it's so huge. And it's all green. There's leaves on it, which means the thing is not going to burn. And I'm like, oh. well, you think we could still use it? And he's like, yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so we just left it there. We just left it there. And it's still oh, probably man. sitting well, there. At, at least at least, I was thinking you probably stayed warm trying to cut that thing down with all that exercise you got hacking away at it. That's true. It worked, for me. It it worked so good for the other two guys. But it worked, they, they had nothing to keep them warm because I spent all the time working on a piece of firewood that was useless but well it could have yeah. been i thought you were, when you were telling the story that's what i was saying you sure it was a tree i thought maybe you got like a telephone pole by mistake or something like that but here you, you know you you didn't get the uh, right tree apparently but still yeah at least it was uh, a you tree. Know, yeah, that's pretty funny all right well i so think then, we're out of time we had wait, a, wait, got, got one, one thing to wrap more? this let's up let's finish this up wait, wait. finish it up man one thing to yeah, wrap do not this rush up. 
This is good. Do not rush. Okay. All right. All right. One one more thing. So, uh, so one. You know, so now you got a lot of time to kill as you're trying to stay awake and and stay alive for two days, and you can't sleep. So the, we we started like teaching each other how to curse in each other's languages. So I got some really <laughs> well, good Russian. Who, curse who are you with this. on this one, Garrett? Set us up. I, I don't want. I don't want to give the names. I want to protect the guilty. So it's not Tim and and Max anymore. No, it's just me. It's me and two Russians. Okay. You and two Russians. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So I'm teaching them how to curse in English, and they're teaching me how to curse in Russian, which was nice. So later they came to America, okay, and mm-hmm. uh, I took them to a baseball game. All right, the same two guys, mm-hmm. and we're at we're at we're watching an Astros game in Houston, and we're at Minute nice. Maid Park. Back then it was Minute Maid Park, and um, we're standing in line to get some some beers, and there's some big Texas dudes with the you know the whole thing, the boots, the the giant buckle the belt buckle yeah. the the, the hats. cowboy hats whatever and 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 big dudes you know like and they're like like six of them it's standing in front of yeah. them in the line to get beer and um uh so this guy this russian cosmonaut in a really loud voice he turns to me he goes got it tell these douchebags to hurry up <laughs> <laughs> Not now. Bad time. Bad place. Not now. <laughs> what happened? You talking uh, to me? I, I think they just started laughing. I'm, I'm lucky. I thought they were going to start swinging, but they just started laughing. And, 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 and we eventually got our beers and everything was fine. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's funny. So that's, a, that's another form of survival training, saying something like that in Texas to somebody. That's you know, you gotta, that's more yeah. that's more risky that's a, than than minus. That's 40, a much more dangerous situation than being outside of the wherever you were at the Holiday Inn over there. I, I love the guy with yeah. the horn. <laughs> hey, move the move the tree. I wonder if he was trying to get the tree to move on its own, or you know, hey, somebody, you get the tree out of the way. Uh, that's funny. All right, man. Well, I think I think we're kind of wrapped up here. We get we're at, I'm seeing zeros on our clock, so. Oh yeah, we're gonna wrap this okay. one, Garrett, and uh, let's wrap we'll do this another one. one. I think that's 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 a, that's another one in the books, and then uh, I want to hear yeah. about all your survival stories uh, on the next episode. All right, fair enough deal. Yeah. And so, uh, thanks for listening, folks. You've been listening to uh, to Mike and Garrett. It's your cue, Garrett, and we are. See, if we can say it together. Ready? We are two, two funny, funny astronauts. We can't do it. We can't synchronize. It's too much of a time delay. We're fine. Anyway, thanks for listening, folks. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you. you. See you next time.